Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Gerald Green to inbound. Harden trying to get free. Down to three. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another installment of Believe in the Rockets, only on the Believe Podcast Network. And as always, I'm your host, Cody Davis, along with my partner in crime. Yes, sir. Joaquin Hawkins. What's up, CD? How you doing today, man? I'm doing good, man. Doing good. Fresh off a game one victory from the Houston Rockets as they defeated the Los Angeles Lakers. 112 to 97, and boy, Third. we got some things to talk about. Everything that went on Friday night, we're also going to give our thoughts on what we expect is going to happen in this series. Um, I, I'm excited. I am happy about everything that I saw on Friday night, but, you know, mm-hmm. these are still a Lakers. This is LeBron James and I still think this is going to be another tough series. Speaking of another tough series, the Houston Rockets came away victorious in a Game 7 victory against the Oklahoma City Thunder. And, Hawk, I told you, the Mm. Houston Rockets were going to defeat the Thunder in a (laughs) a close Game 7 victory in the final seconds. You know, we we both predicted that. uh, The series would go seven games. So congratulations on on your... uh... I guess you're predicting the future. Um, but passion that they did it, man. I mean, just the hard nose, um, never give up attitude. And um, come on, man, I gotta get I get James some credit, man. Everyone saying he can't play no defense. He got the game saving block to uh to to help the, the team. So man, more props for James and, and the Rockets, and uh, I'm excited for them, man. I'm glad to to see that they can get past this first round when, you know, in the last few years, it's been tough. They have injuries as we talked about before, but uh, yeah, I, I guess it's, it's, it's their time to move forward and um, you know, no better time to move forward and, and have a chance to dethrone the Lakers. So it'll be interesting to see how this goes. Yeah. Real quick, but you know, before we get into the Lakers series, you know, some quick thoughts about the thunder first and foremost, I am so sick. I've been sick of the narrative that James Harden doesn't play defense because, to be honest with you, Hawk, the last time I can honestly say James Harden did not take defense serious was in 2016, a year in which they went 41-41. and There was the turmoil going on between him and Dwight Howard. And is James Harden Ron Artest? Is James Harden Kawhi Leonard? Is James Harden Dennis Rodman on the defensive end? No, he's not. But... The notion of him 
the this joke, this everlasting joke of him not playing defense. You know, Giannis Antetokounmpo talking about an all-star game that they was trying to target James Harden on, on the offensive end, you know, because they didn't believe in his defense. I just don't understand it. And I'm hoping that now, finally, he can get some respect added on to his to his defensive name. Like like the the mm-hmm. James Harden has been a solid defender since 2017. And by 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 the way, this is by far the best I've ever seen him play defense. And I love it, man. I love it. Yeah, I'm I'm with you, man. I, we know he's not known to be a defender. Uh, we know that's not, I guess you can say, his forte. You know, he is a natural scorer. Um, known to be a defender but i mean come on man all, all the guys in the nba they're in the nba for a reason and it's because they're not good or known to do one thing doesn't mean they can't do it at all now we we got video we can go to the video and see you know last couple of years or in, in certain series he didn't play as good as a defense as we all would have seen him play but um but come on man we got to get a guy some credit you know when credit credit is due you know he he locked down that that last um play for uh what's his name Lou our guy Dork. name is lou uh lee dork man i gotta give lou dork some some credit too man he played a, a phenomenal game you know came out with with 30 points and um you know just a couple points short but um harden did what we needed for him to do you know he scored and uh got that that game saving block so yeah we, we gotta give him some credit man gotta give harden some some credit Yes, sir. You know, before moving on real quick on the last series, um, shout out to Chris Paul, man. Um, You know, Chris Paul has always been one of my favorite players, and I've always felt bad that he never had an opportunity to um, win a championship. I mean, we all know the closest he got was 2018 um, when he was a member here with the Houston Rockets. And if it wasn't for a doggone hamstring, he possibly could be sitting on a ring right now. And he possibly could still be a Houston Rocket. But, you know, the Thunder played a phenomenal series. Um, you know, all across the board, it was very fun, very nerve wracking. I'm not going to lie to you, Hawk. I love playoff series like this. But, you know, with all that being said, you know, we're going to shift gears now and talk about game one of everything that went on between the Rockets and the Los Angeles Lakers. And later on, we're going to give you our predictions of what we expect going to happen starting tonight all the way to the rest of the series. Well, for one, I, I'm not surprised how Houston played last night. And, um, you know, we know the Lakers are a, uh, a dominant team as far as, you know, how they play in the inside. Obviously you got, you got LeBron on the outside, but their, their, their defense has not been consistent all year long. Very exciting team. I love seeing the Lakers play. Obviously I'm from LA. I, I, I played and I, uh, played six or seven games with Lakers back in 96 doing, uh, Kobe's first year, so you know I, I definitely have love for the Lakers. Uh, but hey, you know I'm I'm a I'm a Rocket at heart. I played with the Rockets in 2002, 2003, so I'm always going to be rooting for my Rockets. And the way they played that first game is just it shows their capabilities. Small ball is not natural; it's not something that is ideal, uh, but it works. And the fact that the Rockets have experience in playing at the small ball lineup, I mean. Everyone played well. I mean, from Austin Rivers to um, obviously Harden and um, I mean, everyone, their entire roster and coached very well um, during the, the course of the game. But they did not let up. 
they kept their foot on the gas. And, um, you know, again, I wasn't surprised that they, that they beat the Lakers the first, first round, I mean, first game, but I was a little surprised of how, how, how much that they dominated them uh, through the course of the game. I, I do want to say this, you know, the last series went seven games. And to be honest with you, Hawk, I was actually happy that it did. Why? Because it gave, to me, it gave Russell Westbrook enough time to yeah. recapture his all-star status. Because, I mean, hell, the, the, the guy hasn't really played like an all-star since they came into the bubble. I mean, he, he showed flashes, but he didn't really play like the Russell Westbrook we all became accustomed to over these past couple of seasons. And, you know, Having that extra game in game seven, ever since he came back from the hamstring injury in game five, you know, he made a blunder in game six, but having three extra games under his belt, it it showed because we saw the Russell Westbrook that we love. He was attacking the basket. He was feisty. I love when he hit that three-point mm-hmm. shot over Anthony Davis and started. I guess he was cursing it at himself because there's oh, no crowd. Right. <laughs> right. But, you know, the, the Rockets, I believe, are the worst matchup for the Los Angeles Lakers. And as you mentioned, small ball isn't the norm. I don't think it's ever going to be the norm. but when you look at this team, I wrote an article on the Dream Shake, and I've been looking at the Rockets play defense, and this is the best I've ever seen the uh, Mike D'Antoni-led team play defense. They are scrappy and they are feisty. The Lakers actually play into the hands of the Rockets, and what I mean by that is you have Anthony Davis. When you have a guy that is seven foot, he's the tallest one on the court going up against the Rockets. He should be the type, he should turn into a old school type big man. Back mm-hmm. to the basket, you take no more than two dribbles, drop stack, dunk on your head, do the sky hook or whatever you want to do. But I find it very interesting that Davis has not, it that has not registered in Davis' head yet because he is still out on the perimeter. And every time he gets the ball, he puts the ball on the ground. He takes anytime you takes more than two dribbles, the Rockets are short enough and they are scrappy that they're every time they collapse on him, it's a turnover. They force him into taking these long, terrible mid-range jump shots, and they actually play into their hands. And I'm not a believer in small ball, but it amazes me how this new era of big men who wants to be out on a perimeter it amazes me because i'm like at some point you should know yes pj tucker is a really good defensive player in the post but there is no way in the world he should be able to defend anthony davis the way he did i mean hell this is a guy who who when when pj tucker held anthony davis he held him scoreless he couldn't he he didn't score and i find that very interesting because i know in your in your era with the tim duncans and the shack even dirk Nowitzki, there's no way the rockets would have gotten away with doing this right well you you said it man the, the fact that uh anthony davis is a seven footer or 611 he is no way he should be nowhere more than 
three to four feet away from the basket where all they could do is catch, jump hook, catch, power dribble, dunk, catch, um, you know, just get to the basket. And, and the closer you to the basket, the easier it should it should be for him. Um, but be, the fact that he is, he has some guard skills, he does have some experience, um, you know, playing on the wing and the fact that he's had some success in other games. I think that's that's one of the determining factors that is is helping the the Rockets because they're not thinking let's power the ball in and just get layups. And as you can see, even when LeBron, um, you know, it was a couple of times where he got into the paint, you know, they they're stronger. They're taller, but if you're still trying to use that outside of the paint, you're not going to have any success with the Rockets. And, and, and the Rock, Rockets, they know they're not uh, as tall. They know they're not as uh, lengthy as um, as the Lakers. And they're they're going to they're going to battle. You get that ball two, four, five, five feet, six feet away from the basket. You know you plant at their hands because they the small ball. They're in, all in the, in the paint, and they all are are waiting um, for the ball to go inside to Anthony. And, you know, he's only able to take one or two dribbles. And if he's taking a, a fallaway jump shot at 15 feet, yes, he may he may make them. He might make, you know, let's say 40% of the shots. But you come back down and, uh, and they're on, on offense and they're making threes. And we all know threes are more than twos. So they can keep, you know, going with Anthony, Anthony Davis and, and LeBron's and those guys making twos. But if, if you can't stop that and – uh, stop the three-point shooting from from the Rockets. Uh, I'm I'm standing right now. This game is going seven seven games. This this series is going seven games. And um, if the Rockets win this next one, uh, the the Lakers they're really going to have you know something they're going to have to prove uh, because it's just um, impossible for them to keep playing the way they are right now. When you got you know six six foot six T, uh, PJ Tucker, you know stopping Anthony from um, from getting to the paint. It just it just can't happen. And I don't want nobody listening to this thinking that, you know, we're rooting for the Lakers or anything like that. No, no, no. That's not, not what we're all. doing. Not but it just baffles me when I just think about this is what the Rockets want. They they know that big men are not like what they used to be when you play, Hawk. You know, back right. to the basket. As soon as you get the ball, you know, hook shot or just turn around and dunk. Like, the, the big men actually play into the hands of the Rockets in this era. And, you know, like I said, it, it just baffles me because I'm sitting there watching the game. And how many times did Anthony Davis actually post up? I, I <laughs> you know? On my hands, man. And just, it's, again, it's, it's unfortunate because you're expecting it. And then mm-hmm. when you do post up, you have the elbow, which is 15 feet away from the basket. Painted area. Is it's just playing into the Rockets' hands. The Houston Rockets put on a show in game one. I loved everything I said I saw. And I've always felt that Eric Gordon play is going to work wonders for the Rockets. And I've I've, I've been calling him the X Factor of for this team. And that is basically what he is because when he plays terrible, so far this postseason, every game that he has played terrible in, the Rockets lost. Every game that he played good in, the Rockets won. And Mm -hmm. we saw that exact same thing on Friday night. Eric Gordon, 34 minutes, 23 points. He had, what, 11 to 13 points in the fourth quarter. He was actually the reason why the Rockets was able to get that big lead in the fourth quarter. And and they did that with James Harden on the bench. Like, Eric Gordon, man. And another thing I want to see Eric Gordon do more is attack the basket. 
his ability to attack the basket, he might be one of the best attackers that the that the NBA has to offer today. And I know, I get it. He is a sharpshooter. When he's on, he is on. But he is basically unstoppable when attacking the basket. I had the opportunity to ask Mike D'Antoni um, during Friday's post-game press conference. I asked him, I said, you know, after what you saw from Eric Gordon tonight and how well he has played this postseason, is this the best you've seen him play this this season? And Dan Tony said, yes, it is. But the biggest thing was with Eric Gordon, you had to get him healthy. Going into the bubble, Eric Gordon said he took the time to get his body right. He took the time to get his health in the order. And you can see it. he looks good. He looks explosive. He looks fast when the shot isn't falling. He isn't afraid to attack the basket. That's the Eric Gordon I love to see. Mm-hmm. No, I, I've always loved this game. And, um, you know, the fact that he's a, I, I, we call it a triple threat. You know, again, he's a 6'4 shooting guard. Uh, he obviously can play the point. Uh, but he can shoot, pass, and dribble. And the fact that he's one of the best sharpshooters on the team, but he's also one of the best at getting to the basket. Um, his speed, his quickness, his athleticism, um, he's just a great player. And um, it's, it's really good to see you know, him start off the game well. And, uh, again, we got to give it to James, too. James came out. You know, he didn't have a really good game, um, game seven with OKC, but the the, the way he came out, against the Lakers, like he had something to prove. And I mean, even Westbrook, I mean, again, he wasn't the Westbrook that we do know, but the fact that he was still aggressive, he was still with the intent, given the intensity that was needed for the team uh, to, to get that, that, that fire, uh, the enthusiasm um, to, to compete each and every play. Uh, I just, again, I like everything that the, the Rockets did in order to, to win that game. After everything that we saw tonight, I'm pretty sure the Houston Rockets hasn't have an opportunity to go up 2-0, but, I mean, we're talking about Anthony Davis. We're talking about LeBron freaking James. Um, mm-hmm. But, Hawk, you know, before we go into our predictions, man, I, I just want to say this about the Lakers real quick. I kind of believe all the hype that that they had throughout the season, before the virus, during the virus, after the virus, I kind of think that it was a little bit overrated. And I say that because I've watched the Lakers like everybody else all season long. And what I saw was a team that only be this phenomenal super team is when they played against other opponents like the Kings and the Hawks. Mm -hmm. We saw how much, even though they beat them 4-1, outside of game two, they... The the Trailblazers gave them everything that they can handle. I mean, look at game five. They could have easily won game game four and five, by the way, without Damian Litter. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I've always figured that the Lakers have they they just have problems, man. And one of their biggest problems is they're not deep enough. All they have is Anthony Davis and LeBron James. I mean, if you say those two names, I'm pretty sure. There's only a handful of duos in NBA history that, well, I'm not going to say history because we, we, we need, they need to prove themselves first. But there's only a handful of duos in this league that you will possibly consider taking over them. And the Rockets, not only are they deep, but they have camaraderie, and that's something that this Laker team does not have. And that is the reason why I think the Rockets have a favor of coming away victorious in this series. Now. 
I'm not speaking just off of game one. I'm speaking off of what I saw in in two of the three regular season games they had and just me just watching both of these teams throughout the season. All right. Well, you, you got to have a bench to, I feel, to, to win the championship. Uh, maybe it's not every single game, but, you know, it's going to be certain games where your starters – uh, you're going to have certain players going to you know, get in foul troubles. Um, so you got to be able to have someone to come in uh, to, to help out in those in those in those, during those times in, in certain areas. Uh, you're right. The Lakers don't have a bench and, you know, they, they have some good veteran players. But during the, the course of the playoffs, I mean, you, you have to you got to bring your game and you got to you got to play above and beyond how you play throughout the, the, the pre I mean, uh, the postseason, I mean, preseason. Um, at the end of the day, I think the Rockets, they match up well with the Lakers because they're used to playing a certain way. The Lakers are not used to playing uh, against a small ball team. And so I, I think as much as maybe the Lakers are maybe having this more experienced players, um, I just think it comes down to matchups. And uh, I'm, I'm going to say it right now, CD. As much as again, I'm from LA, man. I'm born and raised in Linwood, California. <laughs> Always been a Laker fan. You know, I got a chance to to play um, briefly with the Lakers, but you know, I played with with the Rockets. Obviously, I'm going to go ahead and go and say that my prediction is the Rockets in seven. Game is the the, the series is going to go in seven seven games, but I'm I'm going with my Rockets in seven, and I think it's going to come down to a uh, maybe a last minute shot. Or a last last possession with the Rockets, but I, I think they have the tools that are needed uh, for them to go ahead and, and upset the Lakers. Hmm. I agree with you, man. Um, first and foremost, let me just say this. <laughs> I know I might get killed for this, but this is actually the first time that I'm watching the Rockets versus Lakers playoff series. And I'm 100% rooting for the Rockets because everyone knows me, no. <laughs> That right. Kobe Bryant is my boy. And every time the Rockets matched up with them in the playoffs, I was like, look, if the Lakers win, I'm 100% happy. The mm. last time they played against the Lakers in the playoffs was the 2009 second round. Because Tracy McGrady was out, I was like, look, I need Kobe Bryant to revenge the championship that he just lost in 2008, so I'm going with the Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Kobe Bryant was and is and will always be my boy. But, um, you know... This series, man, I'm going to agree with you. I think it's going to be a close seven games. And the only reason why I have the Rockets going in seven, I 100% believe they can beat this team in six. Mm. But mm. I know there's going to be a situation where the ref is going to rule some kind of major call in the Lakers' favor. That's the only reason why I got this going to seven. I'm giving them six because it's LeBron James. I mean, hell. Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, Magic, Bird, Kareem, Dr. J, those guys, they're going to get you some wins in a series, no yeah. matter who they're playing against. But I feel like the Lakers do not match well with the Rockets. The Rockets have their numbers. We've seen it in the regular season. The only time that they beat the Rockets was before they went into the small ball lineup, and even then they showed struggles playing against the Rockets. I believe they have all the tools, just like you said, but I do believe there's going to be a game 
possibly game four, game five, where it's going to be a call that's going to rule in favor of the Lakers. That's the only reason why I'm going in seven. Yeah, well, at, at the end of the day, man, th- this is probably going to be one of the most competitive series. Um, I know we had um, uh, the Clippers, Dallas. That was a really good series. Um, I know right now uh, the Bucks are um, are not doing well against the Heat, but I, I think this is probably will be one of the most um, competitive series of you don't know which way it's going to go. Um, and it's going to be tough for the, the Rockets to continue to play the way they did uh, the first game. But again, they, they, they've proven it. And then just not this series, but throughout the regular season, uh, they beat the Rock, uh, the Lakers. So, you know, it's just the, the point of, you know, making sure each play, um, each time they're on the, on, you know, whether it's on offense or defense, they're playing like it's the last possession. And, you know, they're getting to the point now where they, they all have to play that way. But the fact that the Rockets have had so much success uh, with their lineup not being your typical, you know, two big men and, and three guards with a forward, um, they have the tools. And uh, it, it's just going to be exciting. I'm excited about it, man. But I, I, I am not even going to say again that the Lakers are not going to move forward with this series. I think this is going to be the last stop for them. I'm saying it right now, CD. The Rockets are going to win, win in a seven-game series. <laughs> I agree with you. We'll qu- we're really quick before moving on, um, before closing. How shocked are you that tonight the Milwaukee Bucks could be going home in a four-game sweep? Ooh. I did not see this coming. I I did not see this coming. I thought for sure that they were going to be the team coming out of the Eastern Conference. And if there was a team that could give them some kind of problems, I thought it was going to be Boston. I did not see Miami. I knew Miami was a dark horse coming out of the East, but man, man. Well, I mean, you got to give Jimmy Buckets, man. Jimmy Butler is playing so well right now. He's playing with a whole new attitude. Um, uh, You got Andre. Gadala, he's over there now with that championship experience. They're just a different beast right now. And, um, you know, everyone has been able to see uh, Giannis and, and, and the Bucks of how they've been really dominating uh, this, this uh, not only this playoffs, but, you know, throughout the season. And I, I think they've met their match. And, um, again, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised, to be honest. I would not be surprised if the – if the Heat go on and, and and sweep them, it's just they're that good. They're well coached. Uh, they got a, some experienced players, but they also have a combination of some you know some young players that are hungry. And you take that combination, and you can beat anybody. Yes, sir. And with all that being said, that concludes another installment of Believe in the Rockets only on the Believe Podcast Network. As always, I'm your host, Cody Davis, Rockets Insider for SB Nation. And if you can, please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. Hawk. Yes, sir. This is uh, Joaquin Hawkins signing off. Uh, You can check me out on Instagram at CoachHawk247. That is Coach Hawk 247. And also you can check me out on uh, Facebook, Joaquin Hawkins, and uh, as well as with my youth basketball program, Hawk Hoops. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know, when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.